Welcome to Ghostly Gabs with Erin and Abs. We are way too proud of that, and you should know it. Yay! our first installment of ghostly gabs with aaron and abs and this month for october you know we're going to be watching some scary movies that we are not necessarily familiar with but you might be yeah and we're gonna just kind of dive into them these are things that we would normally talk about because we love scary movies if you've known anything about us or followed the podcast for a while we love scary movies and after we watch them we always just kind of like sit and Reflect. Reflect we, on what happened. We do. We have deep <laughs> contemplations about horror films and... Back in a world when we were able to go to movie theaters, we would literally just sit in the car afterward and before even like starting it, we'd be like, so... so yeah. Just like, <laughs> I need to digest this for a minute and yeah. then we're going to talk about it. And we've had some of our best conversations about film and yeah. the horror genre as a whole sitting in our cars and just so we're gonna share some of that with you this month for october so we've watched our very first film for this installment midsummer which uh was a 2019 film yes directed by ari aster so it came out last year neither of us had actually seen it until we sat down and watched it with each other the other day i had been wanting to watch it for a while yes and it It, was one of those things that just kind of got put off yeah and it kind of came in on the tail feathers of hereditary yes which was Kind of a first, not not the first, obviously, but a first installment of this kind of psycho thriller that kind right. of emerged. And we we went to go see Hereditary we, in film together. We in, did. In film. In the theaters together. We did. Yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, we talked about like, oh, should we do Hereditary for this series? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can rewatch it. I don't think I can watch it again. <laughs> and Midsummer for me, might actually be in that category really? too. So for those of you who haven't seen it, there will be spoilers here. So yes. if you need to pause this and then go watch the movie and then come back, now would be a great time. And to if you do don't that. mind spoilers, then you can keep listening. Join on in, join on in. So so Midsummer 2019, directed by Ari Aster. It's got Flor- Florence Pew? Pew, yeah. Pugh. She yeah. she she's been like a really up and coming at she was in Little, Little Women, Women and she's dating Zach Braff. And hey, jealous. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Luke, are you listening? <laughs> she's very interesting. She's got a very unique voice. Very she deep does. Voice. It is very deep. And she's uh, young, too. Very young, very yeah. Young. And she uses it. There's some lots of chanting and singing in this movie. And so you yeah. have to hear her sing. So it's, it's interesting. But so this brief synopsis on IMDb is that a couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Which I think is a pretty succinct and like accurate uh, synopsis oh, there. Yeah, 100%. And in as far as action goes, you know, the first like, I mean, so so there's Let's just jump in with like kind of the first ten minutes. Of yeah, because it's, it's very a lot. heavy. It's heavy. So we get Danny, who is played by Florence Pugh. Yes, who is struggling to, I guess, communicate effectively with her boyfriend. She feels needy, overwhelming to him because she's yeah. got lots of family baggage. And and she, she, we learn that her sister is bipolar, and 
it seems like Danny's kind of been a crutch for her sister in the past. And so it's caused some friction. And Danny has been receiving some unsettling emails from her sister um, of kind of a disturbing nature. And so she calls up her boyfriend, Christian. Ugh, Christian. We have opinions about Christian. So many. So many. But she calls him up and he's with a bunch of his friends and, you know, tells her not to worry and then he'll come by later and deal with this, you know, situation. All of his friends are like ragging on him and said, you know, like she's too, has too much baggage. She's too emotional. She's too clingy. And it's this kind of sad, like dichotomy where we see Danny talking to her friend and Danny is like, I think I'm being too needy. I want to be better for him and like all this stuff. And then, and then like we cut to Christian and his friends and they're like, dude, you've been talking about breaking up with her for like a year. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, it's really sad. Ugh. So a few minutes go by, the boys are talking about going to Sweden. One of their friends and their friend group is a native Swede. Yes. And is going to invite them to come to his hometown and, in June. And two of them, Christian and Josh, Josh is played by, um, I don't, I don't remember his name. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, Instagram. Um, he plays Cheaty in the good place though. And that's what it's I Josh. Him. Is this, yeah. That's a, oh, William Jackson Harper. William Jackson Harper. Yes. That's what it was. Um, and, he is awesome. And also, I apologize for the tippy-tappy of my puppy who refuses to stop walking past us as we do this. And my daughter is also sitting on my lap for this time. <laughs> <laughs> Your precious coos. <laughs> so, Josh and Christian... Really, Momo? <laughs> so, Josh and Christian are both, like, anthropology majors. Majors. Or they're, they, they're, they're Yeah, I think they're graduate students. Yeah. They're talking about, like, theses and... Um, they are going because Josh is, thesis is about midsummer rituals in Europe. And so we kind of get this introduction to that. Um, Danny clearly doesn't know about this trip, though. No, and they have an awkward <laughs> confrontation later. So, so the first kind of horror uh, upsetting thing that <sighs> happens in the film is about maybe 12, 15 minutes in, yeah. Danny gets a phone call from an unknown number and it cuts away. And then Christian gets, a gets another call, call from, from Danny. Danny and she's basically screaming on the phone saying, no, no wailing, Just weeping. totally wailing. Scene cuts over to a garage that is filled with smoke. And, and like a car that has a, a, tube duct tape to the exhaust and we follow the tube all the way into the house and up the stairs and into the master bedroom where it's duct taped like the it's the seam against the door is taped shut to keep the smoke in and it zooms in on we can only assume are the character Danny's parents both dead. Sleeping. Well, oh. they were they were sleeping in their bed, and then the exhaust killed, killed them. them. And then another tube goes again goes through the other part of the hallway, leading to another bedroom, and it is duct taped to the mouth of the who we can mouth. yeah of, we can assume is the sister is the sister. So, so the sister killed herself and her parents. Yeah, very. It's very upsetting. It's very, it is like, in this in the. Like the lighting in that scene is just—it's—it's oh. it's so so. Oh, it's, you it's have kind of like the flashing of the emergency the, lights, yeah, and and it's 
this red tint and it's very haunting and and spooky so that the whole scene was done really well very like the cinematography I will say of this whole film I think was very interesting we had a comment Aaron made a comment about the directing style (laughs) yeah I said this is like if Wes Anderson did a horror movie yeah and all the colors are there like all the yellows and things (laughs) it's it's all there so yeah I told that comment to my fiance after after we watched it and he was like you know I don't think I'd want to watch a Wes Anderson horror he was like I think that guy would tap into something that like (laughs) would just be awful (laughs) yeah no and I'm like well maybe that's midsummer (laughs) yeah maybe so So speeding up, we're not gonna do like a full like rundown of everything. Yeah, we're film, not gonna do like but like but that but I think that like opening was it set the tone. Oh yeah, really well. So so Danny and the four friends or three friends, Josh, Josh, Mark, Mark Christian, Christian, Danny, and then their friend from Sweden, Pele, yes, Pele, all head out to Sweden. This is it's supposed to be like several months later. So yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's like it's like probably half a year later. Yeah. Um, Christian. like doesn't tell Danny until two weeks before the trip and so they kind of have a fight but then Christian I guess kind of smooths it over by inviting Danny guilt inviting her yeah and Pele is kind of this interesting character from the beginning because he's coming across as this really kind of sweet guy who is better than like all the rest of the guys and he's like I'm so happy you're coming, Danny. Yeah. He draws like this beautiful picture of yeah. her. He tells her, he apologizes, you know, he, or he says, he, he gives his condolences for the death of her parents. And he says that he lost his parents too in a fire, which I think is interesting later. <gasps> oh my gosh. I didn't even you didn't think because he says he loses both of his parents in a fire. So that, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. We need to come back to <laughs> we'll that. We'll come back to that. So they get to Sweden, they, <laughs> as soon as, like, they're off the plane, they're basically doing drugs. Yeah, mushrooms, like, <laughs> mushrooms right away. Mushrooms, right off the bat. So they, Danny has a bad trip, sees some weird things. <laughs> Which is, like, the theme of the movie. A bad trip. <laughs> There's several, and it's not till kind of, like, later on, but it's, like, you start feeling like you're having a trip. Because yes. the images all around. Start kind of, like, blurring and, and moving. moving. And getting bigger and smaller. Swirling. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So they get to uh, how do you pronounce Har- Harga? Harga. Harga is, is the name and of it's the like the secret community yeah. where it, everything is very is it, they they call it Pele says he grew up on a commune. And so like that's kind of what they are coming into thinking that it's a commune mm-hmm. and that it's like a self uh, run, run kind of society and yeah. in just kind of this like rural part of of Sweden. Sweden. Um, and so they they get there. Oh. <laughs> that was my baby. <laughs> so they get there and it's actually really beautiful. They kind of do this hike into Harga, so it's definitely remote. Yes. And there's this big kind of sun burst. 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 Yeah, they yeah. like walk through, and everybody's dressed in white and, and hugging. And, yeah, <laughs> like put, putting like their arms around each other and on each other's shoulders. So yeah, you can see like there's several people who are from the village who are bringing back friends from yes. not the village to, and they think it's like to celebrate the solstice, right? So. We meet several of Pele's friends who brought 
outsiders. And Pele's brother <clears throat> specifically yeah. brought uh, Simon and Connie, Connie from who London. are from London. Um, and and so yeah yeah <laughs> anyway so th- again things are seem kind of normal like kind of odd customs and they it's th- nothing really weird happens up until like 30 45 minutes in where they have this like ritualist dinner and you learn a lot about kind of like the the cycle of the people there like it's kind right. of like there's there's uh spring which is like infancy to 18 years old and then there is summer which is which is when they go out to other places and so that's presumably what pele is in right now 18 to 36 is summer and then it's fall which is which is working age working they become laborers laborers and and then after 72 after 72 is winter Right, and they, and they're like, "What happens after 72? And Pele makes this like this motion no. on his neck, like, like dead, like you dead, just... and they all laugh because it's like, "Ha ha!" Like you're useless after 72. Ha-ha. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> but little did we know that part of the pagan ritual that takes place is that the two oldest people, ma- oldest male and oldest female, I guess, yeah, of I'm, the tribe, so. a tribe community. Um, sacrifice themselves. They have a nice, nice meal with everybody, and then they go and fling themselves off, off of the a cliff. cliff, literally. Yeah. And if they don't die, like so if they don't die from the fall, they have this mallet where they go and very graphically s- smash the heads yeah. of each other. So at this point, like all the really beautiful bright colors of the Harga area also become kind of splashed with like really vivid red, red, gory blood. Very, very. Um, And obviously like, so all of the people from Harga are like happy and like quiet. And all the, um, all the Americans and the people from England are like, Like, what what? the heck? Yeah. They're freaking freaking out. And the, like, the chief elder comes to them. She's like, I know this must be so upsetting. We, we didn't explain it well. We're so sorry. But this is, this is what we do. This is our custom in that And, we, like, I'm so excited to do it for myself when I reach this age. Let me think of that TikTok that I can't wait to die. I wake <laughs> up every morning upset that I haven't died yet. It's like, so it's basically, like, instead of withering into old age and becoming sick and decrepit and not being... Not being useful use- and and relying on other people, you basically sacrifice, sacrifice yourself. yourself. And then the next time a baby is born, they are given your your name. name. So yeah. it's like they they use the same names over and over and over, which I think is actually kind of interesting. It is scary, scary. So certainly, but yeah. interesting. Like I feel like at that point, it's like yes, that was very graphic, but. For a, for a closed society that like honored old ways, if that was all that happened, I might be like, okay, okay, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna do it. But like I, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can accept the fact that this yeah. happens yeah. in this community Maybe, that I'm not yeah. a part of. Like it, it, it does seem like everybody on from the outside comes to like okay like they don't yeah i would think like if i saw that i would be running to the hills like bye which, like which to be fair connie and um simon, simon tried to try to they they are like we are not staying here this was messed up yeah and not what we signed up for and we are not gonna stay yeah 
Um, but and then they, Simon conveniently goes missing. Yeah, and Connie freaks out because they are engaged, yeah. and so they're telling Connie that he was driven to the train station and there was only room for one in the car, and so he left without her. And she's like, he wouldn't do that. Right. And so both of them go missing, and. Obviously, you know, we are, like, something sinister is happening. Well, then there's a sequence where, like, a, the scream of a woman can yes. be heard, like, all over the camp. And everyone's, like, looking around and, like, huh, oh, must be nothing. Just someone screaming in this yeah. very remote part of the forest in Sweden. Yeah. And so let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the characters a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we already mentioned that we have a lot of feelings about Christian. <laughs> uh, he sucks. Christian sucks. He really sucks. So he forgets Danny's birthday, which yeah. is like the day that they get there. Pele doesn't, which is also kind of trying to make us like Pele again. Yeah, because he remembers it and gives her like... And then also like we see Pele bring Christian to the side and be like, hey, it's Danny's birthday. He tells like, Christian. So he yeah. seems like such a good guy. Like I he's know. not trying to get like points from it he's just trying to make danny feel better yeah <laughs> and so then so after the ritualistic killing of the two elders uh we we know that josh is there to work on his thesis yes christian has kind of flirted with the idea because he doesn't really know what his thesis is going to be yet and he come <laughs> he confronts josh and is like hey i just want you to know that i have decided what my thesis is and i'm gonna do it on this community and josh, and josh is, is like, like are you kidding dude, me yeah, because he's already doing his thesis on it as well. And or, he's like, you know that's why we came here. You know I'm doing my stuff on Midsummer. You know, you knew I was going to want to talk about this. all this stuff that we're here yeah. experiencing. And Josh is like, no, I didn't. Yeah. And like, it's like... Uh, it's very awkward. It's, and yeah, it's and Christian is blatantly just like lying, blatantly just trying to steal the, the idea. thesis idea. And it's like okay, you're just a jerk and you're lazy and you forget your girlfriend's birthday, you steal your supposed best friend's thesis idea. And there is this redheaded commune member who keeps making eyes at him, like, at every turn. And... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not cool, right? And and it's awkward, too, because they ask who she is and Pele says, like, oh, that girl... What's what's that character's name? Myra. Myra. Myra or Maya? My, I, Maya, maybe? Maya. 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 Um, and he says, oh, yeah, that's that's Maya. She got her, and they call it something in Swedish. It, it's basically her, her pants li- li- a her pants license. Pants license. Yes. This means, oh, yeah, she's eligible to have sex now. So in this community, you get a pants license when you're old enough to have <laughs> sex. <laughs> so obviously Christian is not immune to her gazes. So after and, watching the movie, we were like, yeah, Christian sucks. He's a two-timing thesis dealing. Oh, he's <laughs> Christian sucks. He's a two-timing thesis dealing douchebag. So, it's so true. It's basically the character of Christian. And, uh, and so like we mentioned the, the redheaded girl, there's like a whole thing that develops with her. Yeah. And, so there's this mural that they see when they first get to the camp, which which Pella says, oh, this depicts it's a love, love story. story. And it's, it's very graphic. It is very graphic. It's like this woman meets this man. And then, and it's like kind of innocent at first. Yeah. And then we see the woman cutting her pubic hair and then menstruating into a cup. And 
baking it into something, some a food, some, yeah, a food item for the man, and he eats it, and, and then, then they get they fall, and in they love. fall in love, and they have a baby. Yeah, um, and and so at a later point in the movie, they were all eating these these like meat pies, and Christian bites into his, and he's like, "What?" and he like pulls out what looks like a pubic hair, very red pubic hair, and, <laughs> and later. Later, um, the the kind of elder woman brings Christian into this like house and is like, um, "What do you think of Maya?" And he's like, "Why?" <laughs> and she's like, "You've been chosen to mate with her." It's like a perfect astrological match, yes. is what she says. And <laughs> and then he goes, "I think I ate one of her pubic hairs," and she goes. Sounds probably right. right. (laughs) Yeah. It just sounds probably right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they find like these runes under his bed and Pele's like, oh, that's a love rune. That's a love spell. Because she did that. She put it there. Under his bed. So, yeah, so lots of weird things here. Um, meanwhile, Danny is entered into the May Queen competition, which is basically dance until you fall down. Dance until you die. After taking drugs. Yes. So because she, drugs. She, lots of drugs. <laughs> she drinks this, like, drugged out tea, and then her and all the other maidens of the village. So, uh, I feel like, really quick, before that, maybe we should talk about what happened to everybody else, because we talked about how Simon and Connie went oh, missing. Yes, um, that's true. We forgot about Mark and Mar- Mark goes missing. After he pees on the ancestral tree. <laughs> he pees on the ancestral tree. <laughs> so, at, they, sh- they make a, a point to show the burning of the bodies of the two elders that, that sacrifice threw, themselves. Yeah. And then they put the ashes near this old fallen tree. And then several sequences later, Mark is seen peeing on it, and several of the people, villagers are like screaming at him, be like, "How dare you!" Yeah, like, and, and they freak out and are like weeping and like gnashing of teeth. Like it's very yeah, dramatic. it's very very dramatic. Um, and then later, Mark at, goes missing. Yeah, at dinner, a girl propositions Mark and says, "Come with me," and he's like, oh, "Okay." He's like, hey, "Yup," and he does because <laughs> Mark is kind of the. He, he's the the he's dumb kind of the, the idiot dumb jock idiot one. Yeah. like 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 all of them are like graduate students but mark is probably like he's just there so much. to date like, hot Swedish yeah women. and he's and he's kind of just like what the whole time like yeah. we see him we see him periodically being like oh my god there's bugs yeah. <laughs> he does have a funny moment when he sees one of the beautiful girls from the community he goes oh i want to give her a bath yes <laughs> i was like that's funny <laughs> i want to give her a bath <laughs> That made me laugh. So um, Mark, they all are like, do you think Mark's still with that girl? And they're like kind of joking about it because he hasn't come back in hours. Meanwhile, Josh is doing the the legit anthropologist stuff. So like Christian is just kind of like asking weird ask, stuff. He's, he's asking he's questions like, about incest. What, what happens with incest in the town? Like, yeah. Okay. Asking idiot, weird questions. Christian. Making everyone uncomfortable. But Josh is talking to one of the elders in this like secret kind of house that the holds. temple where they yeah. hold the ancient scripts. Yeah. And he's like looking at it and he goes, and oh, and we learn that what happens is there's, there's a prophet, I guess, in Mm -hmm. the, in the, in the community who is. They call him an oracle. Oh, an oracle. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's disfigured. And he draws these pictures and then those are interpreted as they're like. What they're supposed to. Sacred text, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um. And so this elder tells Josh, like, we specifically interbreed 
to get new oracles. Like, yeah, so they we have to be specifically inbred. want them to be like disfigured because it unclouds their mind, I guess. Um, hmm. And so Josh is like, as the anthropological person is like, can I take some photos of this book? And the guy freaks out and he's like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No, no, no. Yeah. And Josh, in the middle of the night, decides to sneak back into the temple and take pictures with the flash on. You don't take pictures in an archive with flash, Josh. <laughs> Aaron can tell you that better than anybody. You don't use flash. And there's weird, there's, there's these weird, like, reflective surfaces all throughout the community, which yeah. is, like, like it almost looks plastic. Yeah. And so you can see someone coming up behind, behind Josh. And he turns, and this guy is, like, kind of far away, and it kind of looks like Mark. Mark. And so he's like, Mark? Mark, we're not supposed to be in here. Mark, like, what are you doing? Mm. Close the door. Yeah. And then as this guy approaches... Big old mallet to Josh's poor head. And it is not Mark, but it is a person with Mark's skin, skin on, on oh. him. And it takes a minute to realize it. You're like, does did he get, like, beaten and he looks just different? It's like, nope, someone... No. Is literally wearing Mark as a mask bodysuit. So, and I think, and I could be wrong, but I feel like it might be the Oracle guy who's wearing Mark's skin. I would have to to watch it again, and I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm honestly not sure. But, um, so, so yeah. So then Christian and Danny are told that. The next day, they're like, the sacred text is gone. It's missing. And conveniently, so is Josh. And they're like, oh, and your two friends are are suddenly missing. And so it looks bad. And they and so they kind of set it up to make Christian and Danny believe, like, oh, your friends stole the book. And yeah. and and like they had kind of pitted Christian and Josh against each other because of the thesis thing. So mm-hmm. Christian is like being the douchebag he is, it was like, I just want you to know, I wouldn't even consider that man a friend. I hope this doesn't do anything to like make you not feel like you can talk Tru- to me yeah, and trust. And, and it's like, oh my God, Christian, shut up. Um, and, and so, so all of that happens and that gets rid of everybody except for Danny and Christian. Yes. And so the May Queen thing happens and they're separated. And so Danny is brought to do this dancing thing on drugs. The May Queen, we learn, is like the queen of the midsummer solstice. So celebration. Celebration. Uh, although, like, the whole time we're like, I don't think you want to be this, Danny. That's what we were thinking, too. We're like, don't win this, Danny. Yeah, we're like, I don't think that's something you'd want. Although, I guess win. it ended up working in she- her face. She wasn't sacrificed or thrown off a cliff. Spoiler. Spoiler. So. <laughs> um, but while she is... So, so yeah, so this happens. She wins the dance competition, and they have this feast. And at this feast is when that cinematography we talked about starts to happen, where everything is kind of pulsating. And, yeah. like, some of the flowers look like they're blooming and then yeah. not blooming. So 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 Danny has won May Queen and so she's sitting at the head of the table and they're all like 
you know, celebrating her and are so excited for her. And she looks a little confused and they make her eat like a hair, a pickled herring. And she's like gagging all over the place. But then they all like laugh. And and Pele is also so excited. Like when she wins, he kisses her. He kisses her. Like Like very passionately. And so Christian is given some tea while they're watching the the May Queen competition or whatever. And he, he basically, he's like, I don't really want to take that. And they're like, oh, it's fine. He's like, I don't want to have a bad trip. And they're like, no, you won't. It's fine. He (laughs) He starts to have a bad trip. He has a horrible bad trip. He's like kind of like hunched over and it looks like his stomach hurts. Yeah. Meanwhile, Miss Redhead makes eye contact with him again and seductively like gestures him to follow her. And they take, they tell Danny like, okay, now you got to go bless the livestock. And she's like, can Christian come with me? And they're like, no. No. (laughs) So she is whisked away in a a carriage with all the other maidens. And Christian then is kind of whisked away to this flower petal path to in the temple to this temple and yeah i don't even know which one we want to talk about first (laughs) well danny's is she's based she is she's doing some ritualistic things and chanting and blessing and they're singing oh one thing i think we should talk about is when she's dancing to win the may queen at some point she just starts talking swedish like yeah. yeah which is She's like, I can understand you. Yeah, like her, her, one of the girls is like, is like, she speaking in Swedish and she's like, I can't speak Swedish. And she's like, just try. And then they do. And she like, does. And she's like, I'm speaking with you. We understand and, each other. And that is fascinating to me because I'm like, does this commune give some sort of drugs that like somehow make somebody assimilated and like yeah, understand? And assimilate and then like be very compliant right. with the rules. Yeah. Because um, there does seem to be an underlying sense of rules. Because then she is singing in Swedish <laughs> later yeah. at this like ritual thing because there's this woman with a much higher voice and then she's kind of like it's almost call and responsy, but then mm-hmm. at some point Danny just takes, takes over, over and, singing. and yeah. She also has a vision where she sees her mother. Yes. Briefly. Not her sister. I don't think you see her sister or her, her dad. No, not not Where? at that point. I th- I don't think. But she's like, mom? And yeah. then she gets scurried away. That's when Pele kisses her. And she's like, what? You know, all mm-hmm. over. So... Anyway, so at the same time, Christian is whisked to this temple where Miss Redhead is laying... In, like, a bed of flowers, naked. naked. And she's not alone. We have about ten other women who are, like, all older and they're all naked. All naked. And they're humming and singing and... He is stripped of his clothes and basically like spanked on the butt and be like, get after it. Like, go ahead. And and he does. And he's like, this is the weirdest boner I've ever had. Confused. Confused <laughs> boner. And then there's like, they do all this weird like in sync moaning and it gets pretty loud. And it so does. Danny comes back from blessing the livestock and hears And the one it. woman is like, I don't think you want to go there. Or she says, that's not for you. That's not for you. You don't want to do that. Yeah, but she does anyway. Yeah. And, and so she goes and she sees Christian having sex with redhead. the redhead. And gets very upset, dry heaves, essentially, and like and weeps. Yeah, so she goes to the, the one of the other houses and she starts like moaning and weeping and all the women who are with her for the ritual start copying her copying her like they follow her and it's like it's like this weird way they're trying to make her better like they're trying to comfort her but they're mimicking her Her. screams and her moans and her groans and and it's 
weird. And she she seems okay with it. Like she's kind of yeah. like she's like feeding into it the more she goes. Yeah, it's like at first she isn't, but then she kind of buys into it and it's like and it's it's weird because it it's almost empowering in a way it is you kind of feel like did yeah. they just have a breakthrough of something right well it, and it makes me reflect to back at the very beginning of the movie when christian is trying to console her after her parents mm. died and she's making the same kind of like groans guttural, and guttural grieving noises and he's you know not he doesn't sure know what, what to do to help her <laughs> so like, that is like that's something i think that kind of just clicked for me is that like their work helping her work right. through a grief moment yes and it, it worked actually works. and it did yeah so so like these women are weirdly very supportive <laughs> one thing i will say is like the whole town seems weirdly very supportive of danny it's yeah. like and it's like they're all very much so like they like because when she wins the may queen and they're at the banquet the one woman is like it's like we're sisters now and 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 we're family and she goes yeah yeah we're sisters like and it's it's just and so it's like you don't get okay so it's like up until that point you don't think like it's like oh these they they've just brought all these people out here to slaughter mindlessly for a pagan ritual at midsummer like but but it doesn't seem like it's, That's the case for Danny. Until Christian, post-sex with oh Redhead, stumbles nakedly, might I add, all over the place, into the chicken coop. And who does he find? But Simon. A very disembodied Simon with his lungs kind of hung out and draped almost like a Viking, like the Viking ritual. Yeah, where it's they like, would, like almost flayed. Yes, yes. And he's so, above the chickens, but he's alive. Yeah, he's. you can see his lungs Are still breathing. breathing. And he's got flowers all over him, and you're like, wow, it's just a lot. And then the, the villagers find Christian, blow some sort of smoke at him, and he is paralyzed. completely paralyzed. And then when he kind of, like, comes to, it's the, like, final ritual. Yes. And so it's the Danny's on stage covered in a dress it's like not even, it's like, it's like it's like her body is covered in a tent of flowers. Yes. She is just fully covered in flowers. And so they start they kind of explain this mm-hmm. la- this last ritual and we learn that this ritual is that they have to sacrifice nine people and that they already sacri- and and four of them come from their village so they do mm-hmm. sacrifice some of their own village. Mm-hmm. Four of them come from the outside. And then the last one is chosen by the May Queen. From either someone from the outside or, or a villager. Yeah. And so they play like rune bingo. bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a bingo machine with runes, which or they they look like runes, but they actually have people's names yeah. on them. And a villager's name is drawn and he steps forward and they basically ask Danny, Do you want to the ninth person to be this guy or, or Christian? Christian. And we don't see her answer, but we learn about it because... She totally picks Christian. Oh, of course. Which, like, I can't really blame yeah. her for. And so it's, yeah. So it's like, so he, they, they say the ritual that he did with the redheaded girl was successful. She got yes. pregnant. And so that's basically, like, all they needed for him for. Yeah. And... Which is also interesting because clearly that redhead was like, oh, I love him. I love him. But she's fine with it. She's yeah. like, she's like, okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for your seed. Good day. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> so w- then we see it kind of flashes to this odd shape, this like triangle shaped 
temple at the end yeah. of the uh, end of the commune like property which we had been told was a sacred space and they weren't allowed to go in yeah. there um and then we see these bodies in wheelbarrows being walked by the villagers and we realize that it is mark Josh, Connie, and Simon, but they don't look like themselves. It looks like they were all skinned. We know skinned. Mark was, but yeah. it looks like they all were. Yeah, because they the way that they move the bodies, it's almost like it's so light. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't look like you're lifting a 150, 100, 200 pound human. Which you know, because then then it cuts to that. So there was a bear. Which earlier in the movie there was a bear in a cage, and Mark Mark being like kind of the the funny one was like. Are we just not going to talk about the bear? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. The bear comes it's up later. Chekhov's bear. Um, basically, yeah. But they take the innards out of the bear. So part of me feels like it was, it's some part of their ritual is taking yeah. out the insides. But they put Christian inside in the, the hollowed out bear. Alive still. Yes. Um, and, and I so, okay. So the, the four people that they sacrifice from the village... I'm assuming are the first two and they have these kind of like effigies that represent, represent them. them. Um, and then, and then there's two volunteers. One of them is Pele's brother. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't even think I made that. Yeah. Like connection. In, he has an odd name. I can't, it's like, like in, in, Gar, in, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And then the guy who was really mad about the ancestral tree peeing, <laughs> um, and so, like, the they're, like, thanking them for this sacrifice, and they seem kind of, like, happy about it. Very content. Um, and, and so they put all the, the bodies of the other outsiders in there. They put the two effigies. The two guys go in there. The and two villagers. The two villagers. And then they put the bear Christian, Christian in bear. the middle. Um, and, and this guy comes in, and he's like, here's you, or you, I don't know how to pronounce that, but for... So that you won't feel pain to the yeah, two it's, villagers. It's like sap, Not to Christian. No, it's, it's sap from like the, their sacred tree. And they're like, so that you won't feel pain. And, and you so, won't feel fear too. They yeah. fear or pain. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, thanks. And then they light it on fire and we see everybody slowly get engulfed by fire. Um, and they definitely, they feel, definitely pain. feel pain. One guy. So the one guy gets lit on fire first and he starts just like, cause they're kind of smiling at each other. And yeah. then the guy gets lit on fire and he just starts screaming. And the other guy is obviously terrified because he realizes. Oh, it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to happen to him. Um, Christian is still paralyzed, so he doesn't really make, but his like eyes can see everything, obviously. Yeah, so we don't know what he feels. And, and like the villagers outside just start going kind of nuts. nuts. Like, like. They're screaming, grunting, chanting. Laughing. laughing, Pulling at their clothes. It's, it's kind of like, like they just become overwhelmed with just emotion emotion yeah i guess and then danny actually joins in yeah is screaming and chanting and and watching it burn and and then it's well it ends with her staring at the embers the embers and then she smiles and that is the end of midsummer yeah so so i feel like i feel like i don't quite understand the ending like I kind of do so here are my thoughts go for it I feel like this was a horror about her overcoming grief in like a very horrific way and that she kind of did overcome and like in a way that this community 
like I'm I'm assuming she's now part of this community. Right. Fully. Yeah, we don't I don't think that they kill their May Queens. No. Yeah, like and she seemed to be fully integrated by the end. Like I think her smile means like she is now one of them. One of them. Um but like I don't Yeah. I I can't when I we came over to record this episode, I was like, okay, Aaron, I decided I didn't like it. <laughs> I I think I did like it. Yeah. But I'm st- I still have confusion. I think that's why I don't like it is that I have t- there's too many holes and it's like <clears throat> so well I don't know and and I guess it's part of it is that you're not supposed to know about the rituals like we don't know anything right. they don't ever tell us anything we, they kind of set it up like Josh is about to stumble on to the, the big secret but then he just dies but then they kill him <laughs> and you don't and so it's like I kept I think um, for me I just wanted more information about why well and they the also say. So the other thing is they say that this this particular nine-day festival only happens once every 90, 90 years. years. And so it, it makes me feel like the com- commune is not always murderous. And like, so I have these weird conflicting feelings about it. Because obviously they also sacrificed people from their own town. But, but yeah, but they sacrificed themselves. It's like a willing Right. It w- whereas it's definitely not willing from from the other side. Right. And and Pele and his brother were kind of like honored for a moment at the ritual because they brought in outsiders. Um they brought the sacrifices. They brought the sacrifices. And so I, I think I'm just interested in the history of it. I'm like, it how how were these guys prepped and able to do this if they don't kill people on the regular <laughs> like yeah. if it's once every 90 years like how did they make this okay yeah Pele had never done that before would be my Pre- guess presumably yeah if they only do the ritual every 90 years right they wouldn't have brought people to but it's it's also it's not like they don't it doesn't seem like they view death the same. in the same way yeah that's true but also they clearly lie to the outsiders so they also know what they're doing would not be considered okay by the outside yeah. so part of me is like maybe they have other rituals maybe midsummer only happens once every 90 years but there's other things that are yeah. regular in their community mm-hmm. because pele's parents dying in a fire okay so let's go back to that yeah pele's parents dying in a fire makes me think that where they... But they're not 90, you know, like... They must have been volunteered sacrifices. But that would presume that there was this happening not just Just 90 years years ago. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, I have to... Maybe it's not every 90 years, because remember Danny sees the mural of all the pictures of the May Queen, and it's like, they wouldn't have pictures if this has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. So what did they say happened every 90 years? Maybe it was like a special moon? Or special maybe or something? you know but, but I, I bet it's an maybe, annual thing yeah it probably is an annual thing i think i think you might be right they must have said something else was like the like year. this particular one happened yeah i don't know but maybe because it's but, like they have evidence that it, it happens every that year. would make a lot more sense yeah. i think because then it makes it sound like peleus parents were sacrifices which is also interesting because he keeps trying to connect his parents lost to danny's loss mm-hmm. which makes it because I think it's like his, like Danny's sister sacrificed her parents. So like, what is the connection there? I think there's supposed to be some sort of symbolic connection there of like her sister choosing to kill her parents and then herself. But 
something. Yeah, and I think that's just where all my questions start flooding. Yeah. And it's like, what's the connection there? It's not clear cut. And it's like, and it's like, I don't need to be spoon fed a horror film. Like, it's right. like, tell me what everything means so I can. <laughs> I think it's like, well, that that gives you that feeds to the the element of horror. Yeah, right? it's like there's so much uncertainty and questions. The ending to me felt like The Graduate, but horror. <laughs> We're like sitting on the bus. Like, going from smiles to not smiles. To and now what? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but and but but it was almost, like, the opposite of that. Like, she yeah. was like, okay, cool. One of us. One <laughs> of us. Yeah. So, I say, I give the blanket statement that I didn't like it. And I think it just means, like, some of the imagery, I think, was just, like, was very, like, upsetting and... True. And, and it's Although it's I think it's also be, very beautiful. But at the same time, yeah. very beautiful imagery and moments between... Mm-hmm. But I guess I didn't... I don't know. There's not enough of character emphasis. We don't really get anybody's intention. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have anybody's... <laughs> since it's such an actor thing. What's, it, what, what's, what's the, the intention? intention? What are they striving for in their in their motivation yeah. as a character? And and it could just be, like, survival. But at the right. same time, Danny's fight or flight doesn't really kick in until... It doesn't really kick in until she sees Christian having sex with right. Redhead. Yeah. And it's like, why is that moment when she starts to unravel. Especially because there, and I was also a little confused about her response to that because there are moments in the film leading up to that where she's realizing Christian sucks too. Yeah. Like, cause they're, they're sitting eating and, and she's just like, I just don't understand why Simon would leave Connie like that. Yeah. And they're all quiet. And then she, she just goes, I could see you doing that. And, Chris, like, oh. and Christian's like, what? <laughs> Everybody just like looks down at their plate. Everybody's just like, ooh, because they know it's true. But it's just, I could see you doing that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's like she's realizing, and and Pele is becoming a bigger part of things for her too. Like Mm -hmm. he remembers her birthday. They kind of touch hands a couple times. And then he kisses her when she becomes May Queen. So it's like, it's like, it, it, it didn't, I guess it didn't feel fully authentic to me why she would freak out when she saw Christian doing it. Unless, unless it was like not just seeing her boyfriend cheat, but also realizing that they were like integrated in a way like that, that she, he was also surrounded by a bunch of naked women who were chanting and it was just an upsetting visual. Right. I don't know. And, and also before we lose Josh and Mark and things are still like kind of like, well, we've already seen the, the elders be sacrificed. So things aren't normal, but things are not like as crazy yet because nobody's missing. Josh and Christian basically hear from Pele that Pele has asked on their behalf that they can do some research on their people, right? Which I'm like, doubt. Yeah, but but he, he basically said, I went to the elders and you guys can write about it. Yeah, you, have to you just it. can't use names. And or locations or whatever. Yeah. And it seems like a genuine, like, it felt genuine at the time. At the time it did, but I feel like that was Pele's thing. And, and I feel, because it also felt genuine when the elders were like, your two friends are missing. Do you know what it seems like? And Pele's like, I'll go look for them but like i don't and he, they, it's, they should all know he they're... acted very genuine but i don't i don't think he ever went to look for them like because i think he knew so much deception and so i feel like i feel like that was deliberate on yeah. their part to kind of sow the seeds of like 
we're not bad people. There's nothing bad going on here. Your friends are the ones who are mm-hmm. making a mess of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean. I don't know. I think to sum, to sum up basically how I feel, it, with scary movies, if I like it, I want to watch it again. That's mm. what I, and I don't think I want to watch Midsummer again. You know, and I don't, I don't think that's always the case for me. Yeah. I don't always want to rewatch movies that, that I like. Like I, we went to go see Parasite and I freaking loved that movie. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a while before, before I, I want to watch, watch it, it again. <laughs> um, and so I don't necessarily want to watch it again right now. I don't, I don't know. I'm still a little, I still don't really know. I feel like I'm still processing some of it. And I feel like some of it doesn't have answers. I think that's why I just get so frustrated. Yeah. Because it's like, give me the answers I need. Yeah. I need, what's the, not reassurance. Closure. Closure. Yeah, there really wasn't closure. Because, because we can only now assume that Danny is part of that community now. Um... But, like, what does that a, mean? She'll live to a ripe old age of 72. 72. And, and then jump peace. off a cliff. Probably with Pele. Yeah. Probably with Pele. Probably It's because it seems like kind of they are matched up yeah. a little bit. But it, there's there's no... You don't ever see, like, any evidence of a couple. Right. Which I, I'd never realized until this moment. Like, you don't yeah. see anybody... They're, nobody's paired off. So it's like, sex is very much so well, a and, procreation and thing. They they have a baby, and they were talking about the fact that the, that the baby's parents were on their um sabbatical yeah like they were they were somewhere else and so and they were like it's fine though because the community raises kids yeah so they don't really have pairings and that's why i think maya was probably okay with christian dying because she was like i don't know i have a baby now i'm good yeah (laughs) i did what i was supposed to yeah so anyway that sums up our our kind of our first yeah. dive into this we pre- if you've stuck around this long we appreciate you listening to our <laughs> ramblings of of this but yeah and if you if you enjoyed listening to us talk about about this movie and horror movies in general um then come subscribe to us on patreon and you can hear more of this all throughout october thank you for listening to ghostly, ghostly gab with erin and abs <laughs> I think I went up on the abs and you went yeah. down on the abs. It's it's a new song. It's we're gonna learn it we'll, eventually. We'll get, we'll get used to it. <laughs> Thank you guys.